At 14 years old, 15 years old, I found myself depressed. I was really obviously going nowhere. I hired this mentor. I spent a lot of money speaking to him. I spent 7,000 US dollars for one hour of, of conversation. We are meant to fight and kill and defend and fuck and procreate. We are just so soft. Every single time I go to Instagram, I see that there is like another third world coming or there is like a, another revolution in like a country or so or whatever. And with this COVID, I'm not even going to get into like many conspiracies, but. Masculinity and being a man is kind of like demonized right now. You have to be so hard on yourself that nothing, no one else can phase you because everyone else is going to be hard on you and won't give a fuck. I thought that what I wanted was for girls to like me and to, for men to respect me. But what I really wanted was just to respect myself. Listener, if you don't listen to us right now, and so many people will just go to their deathbed, miserable. Their family will hate them and not want to be around them. And they'll be happy that they died. He was around 14 years old when he found himself depressed and lacking purpose. He was terrified. He felt weak and was feeling ashamed of himself. He didn't know what to do and one thing kept his motivation alive and that was hope. Alex invested all of his time and energy into self-development. For 14 years, from 2011 until 2020, he traveled the world about 95% of the time, he says. He slept on the ground, was even homeless at some point, and also he invested, found coaches, and traveled pretty much all the time. This man turned that depression into hunger and he thrived for a purpose. This, ladies and gentlemen, was an absolutely powerful conversation we've had and we talk about how and why the world has got so soft lately, why you got to put yourself in the face of adversity and how the whole Hollywood is programming men to become weak, beta, sex dependent dorks and much more. But I'll leave you guys to it and with that said, ladies and gentlemen, Alex Walton. You are listening to The Grateful Show with your hosts Pascu and Bogdan. Join us on our mission to spread awareness around mental health and make people feel happier and overall more grateful. Each week we bring you an inspiring guest, stories and a message that will help you become your best self and pursue your life mission. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of The Grateful Show. I hope you guys are doing amazing, because if you're not, you're just about to be, uh, because today we have no one other than Alex Walton. How is it going, brother? It's beautiful, man. It's great to talk to you. Thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. And uh, just to give a bit, uh, I guess, of a um, brief introduction to how we met, we basically sure. were meant to do this podcast for the past six months or so, but we've just been yeah. caught up with different things. But finally, we have you on. And just to break the ice, Alex, I wanted to ask you, what are you grateful for today? Wow. Great question, man. Great question. For me, I think what I'm grateful for is uh, steps that I took back in the day. So I'm, I'm really grateful that I decided 14 years ago or, or so to like do something different than what I was feeling and what I saw around me, because now it it's still in my life. And I feel I'm the same person in some ways and, and very different in other ways, but I have such a better 
quality of life. And I'm, I'm really grateful that it feels effortless now to, to do that because of all the work that I did back then. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's beautiful and powerful. Uh, before we dive any deeper into that part, because you were mentioning that you chose to do something that was different from, from what you were feeling. And I want to dive in that deeper later on. But before that, uh, for our audience, uh, can you give us like a three to four minutes introduction into who Alex is and how did you come to be where you are now? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. So um, this is going to be, uh, by the way, the first thing you should know is it's 1 a.m. in the morning. I've been drinking for the past six hours with a date who just left. And we had a very nice time. She's a beautiful, nice lady. And we had, and, and, and now I'm just really excited because I've been looking forward to this for, a few, for months. So I, um, uh, that's, that's the context. I just moved to Texas. I grew up in California. I spent 2020 in California with my family. But from the years 2011 until 2020, I was outside of the United States for about 95% of the time. I only came back for like two or three holidays in eight years. So I was in Europe, a lot of time close to you, uh, actually near Budapest, in Budapest uh, and Ukraine. And I really love that area of the world. It's my favorite place to be actually top number one so far. I'd love to, I haven't been to Romania yet, so I'm curious, but um, I'll definitely come of course and, and see you when I go. So I've been traveling a lot. Really, the important part that you need to know is very simple. I'm just kind of tired of talking about it. That's why I'm talking about, you know, all this other shit. Also, I've been drinking. But at 14 years old, 15 years old, I found myself depressed. I was really obviously going nowhere. To me, I could tell I got, I'm going nowhere. I can't talk to men. I can't talk to women. I'm terrified all the time. Uh, my family relationship is weak. I feel weak. I, I look at myself in the mirror. I'm ashamed of who I see. And I hate myself. This is going in a bad way. I'm going to be homeless. I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to kill myself accidentally, maybe, or on purpose. And it's just going bad ways. You know, I, I, I always knew from very young, I needed, I, I wanted and needed to do something that was interesting to me and different and not just skate by. Like I wanted to be I wanted to do something special to me. You know, I wanted to feel something unique. I wanted to do something that meant some that was meaningful. So, so anyway, at 14, 15, I found myself, you know, depressed, realizing all this, oh shit, I'm in high school and there's all these cool people around who know how to navigate the social world and they're comfortable with themselves and, and they're cool. And, and I wasn't like that. And I just felt so kind of sheltered and, and in my bubble. So I, I, made a decision one evening that I was going to do whatever it took to, to, to try. Like I wasn't going to give up without trying the most I could. And I was just like, okay, here's the, here's the, the options are like, I could give up now, or I already fucking, um, what's the word? Like when you're at rock bottom, I was already at rock bottom. Mm -hmm. So I was like, there's nothing more I could lose. So I might as well just try to put everything in right now. And if I, if I don't make it, probably at least I tried. And I'm going to feel better about it if I give up then. So that's what convinced me to keep going. I kept going. I invested all my time and energy for 14 years into self-development. and found, traveled around the world, trying to find coaches and sleeping on the ground, spending all the money I had, taking all the seminars, reading everything I could find, watching all the fucking courses, man. Um, 
And, and that was basically what I did for the past 14 years. So now I'm lucky enough. I have people who, who come to me, they want to, you know, invest their money and, and energy and time with me. And, uh, and I can just share them a couple of tips, saves them a few years of traveling the world, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Uh, and, um, it's pretty fucking gangster. I'm really, really, you know, proud of it and, and happy. So that's, I hope that was about mm-hmm. four or five minutes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you should be proud because what stood out to me is the fact that ever since you were 14, 15, and by the way, I can totally relate to your stories for the people no that way. are listening and know my own story. I used to be more or less in the same position as you were, meaning I was getting into high school. I was 15 ish. And I remember the first couple of weeks when I got into high school. Uh, colleagues and like other kids were like, who's this guy? He's like five years younger. He's supposed to be like uh, primary school. And that's the only narrative that I had for the first couple of months since I got in high school. And I can definitely relate to that. I don't want to dive into another subject, but it's very interesting to me that you realized ever since you were 14 and 15 that you were going nowhere. And even though there might be people that do that and kind of have a understanding of that since that age they don't Mm. have what it takes to actually be like fuck it i'm just going to give whatever it takes because i'm i'd rather be an oh well it happened rather than what if yeah and i wanted to ask you how was that period let's say from 14 to 20 because i think that was a very important i guess um foundation foundational period for you because once you got to 20 early 20s it was i guess um you you knew yourself better but between 14 and 20 i really want to know what happened internally so between 14 and 20 was a very rocky period the good thing about 14 to 20 was i was hopeful Mm -hmm. i had hope you know Mm -hmm. and hope isn't worth a lot once you're once you already have it once you already have it it's just it's it's fucking worthless basically mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. It, if you already have hope you're like i need strategy well, i don't i don't need any more hope i need to know what to do now but if you don't have hope it's everything so at the time mm-hmm. I, I i really didn't i just didn't feel that there was any hope for me i i thought i'm fucked i'm not the kind of guy that it gets those results. I'm not the kind of guy who girls like, I'm not the kind of guy who guys respect. I'm not the kind of guy who teachers like, I'm not the kind mm-hmm. of guy who gets good grades, who's smart, who my parents like. I, I seem to be doing everything wrong from my perspective and I had bad self-esteem. And so mm-hmm. I was definitely like putting everything through a negative filter and not seeing reality very clearly. If I had been seeing reality a bit more clearly, I would have been probably had a different life, but I, mm-hmm. I, I was in a bubble. So point mm-hmm. being at that time I had hope finally. So everything that happened between 14 and 20 was under a different lens and I was hopeful the whole time. So mm-hmm. my life was already changed and, and it was a much better life already. But the thing that was bad about it was there was a lot of bullshit that I was learning. Um, you know, at the time, 14, 15, what do you think, listeners, a 14 or 15 year old boy is interested in learning about in the self-development world? Is it about how to retire at 60 with a nice pension or or is it about how to make your 
like the girl next to you in fucking history class, you know, laugh at your joke. It's that one. And that was all I cared about basically was like, how do I get my friends to respect me? And how do I get girls to like me and to be comfortable mm -hmm. with myself? Really, that was it. That was mm -hmm. the most important thing. I didn't realize it at the time, man, Pascu, but it was being comfortable with myself. I just yeah. wanted to, I just wanted that. And I, and I, and I thought that what I wanted was, was all this respect and, and, you know, attraction and whatever, really, I just wanted to be comfortable with myself. And then I, I did everything not knowing that. So for the mm -hmm. next, you know, 10 years from 14 until 24, 25 or so, I spent just trying to get people to respect me and, and from, you know, men to respect me and to girls to get, to be attracted to me and try to figure out how do how do I get people to like me and treat me how I want to be treated, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, only then to realize that it was more about how I feel about myself. Yeah. And that That's was like the most important thing. Yeah. Um, listening currently to a, to a book, it's called um, The Mind of a Millionaire. And it's, it's, there's nothing like extraordinary about a book. It's just uh, more or less the same basic principles that you can find in Thinking of Rich, Master Key to Riches. Uh, but yeah. basically, the author keeps mentioning that you have to have one of those affirmations where you acknowledge to yourself that your inner world creates your outer world. And I think right. that people don't really realize that um, in a sense that, as you were mentioning, I used to be in a same position. I used to be like, what can I do so that girl thinks I'm attractive? What can I do yeah. so people around me think that I'm cool? Uh, and you are trying to change the outside world instead of trying to change the inside world. And that's where the magic happens. And um, I think by doing that, you basically become that magnet for everyone around you. And I want to dive a bit deeper into the whole, I guess, self-esteem uh, subject and how you basically, what were the steps, some of the steps that you've had to take in order to increase your self-esteem? Because a lot of people are, when they have low self-esteem, they are in this whole victim mentality where they blame, they judge, and they find excuses. This is like their whole cycle when, when they have no self-esteem and they don't know how to escape that. So let's, let's talk about that. How did you basically get to become the boss of your own life, if you want? Sure. Great question, man. So in the beginning, it was mostly about finding um, people who I thought knew something that I didn't know mm -hmm. and were saying something that I hadn't heard before. So I was looking for those types of people. And at that time, I was only interested basically in how do I get people in my high school to respect me and like me and think I'm cool and attractive. And um, I was 14, you know, <laughs> like I was a baby, you know, so Oh, that's all I cared about. I didn't care about anything else. So I was only looking at that stuff online. That was around 2007 or something. There was not a lot of great information online. So I spent probably, you know, seven years or something looking into all this kind of weird fringe information online that was like a mixture of either like seduction information or pickup yeah. or all this, all these like, you know, man whatever it was, man, was, I don't know what the fucking terms are, man. I don't know, dude. It was weird for, for the listeners. It was basically nerds online who were trying to figure out how can I mimic cool people and then put on, you know, behaviors and pretend. And, and that's all that was online. So I was looking at that stuff as a 14 year old and going, okay, I guess that's what I have to do and trying all this stuff. 
And then eventually, after realizing for many, after many years of trying, going, this is not working, I, I found different companies, different people, different influences that were better than others. And I started to learn from them, then going on seminars and then programs and spending money and eventually starting like to get momentum. And it took about five or six years straight up five or six years before things started to look like oh it's mm -hmm. getting you know it's having like a, a an effect but it wasn't it wasn't even like oh it's gonna be awesome yeah, from now on was. it was like oh there's finally some evidence that the old past is gone mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i want to again point out to our audience alex hasn't mentioned five to six weeks neither five to six months he said five to six years yeah. And I think that's what people have to realize that this is not something that happens overnight, as cliche as it sounds. Um, it seems to me that majority of us tend to get caught up in the whole, I guess, negativity loop where you're like, man, I've been doing this thing for like the past couple of months, nothing changed. Like there's definitely something wrong. I have to change something. No, usually you just have to stick to it and see what you can improve. Uh, but it's just a matter of doing it consistently. Um, so but I am more than certain that you are aware of Jaco and uh, about what he preaches about self-discipline and discipline mm. equaling freedom. Um, what's your take on that? And let's dive um, deeper into how last year has been to you, because I know it's been transformational. Uh, and I know that it was really a year that has helped you level up uh, in all areas. So let's talk about that, because I know that that's really, um, I guess, correlated to discipline overall. Tell me who is listening. What's your demographic audience? Like? Definitely. So it's uh, it's male, predominantly 70% male, and they're between 17 to 26. What kind of females are listening? Are they curious uh, about you as a person? Yeah there, yeah, there are females that are curious about basically how they can become better versions of, of themselves. So they are more or less okay. aspiring to be like you. How, how, um, how sensitive is your audience or are they? Not very sensitive. We've been talking about all types of stuff. So feel free to, quite, to share. Can I be quite harsh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Cause I'm, I'm kind of, you know what I'm feeling, man, is I'm feeling lately like, like, and I, even in myself, like everyone's too much of a pussy. Yeah, everyone's, every, everyone's too much silent, too much keeping it quiet, too much politeness. Everyone's trying to be like, just keep within a certain acceptable range of expression. It's all bullshit. We are meant to fight and kill and defend and fuck and procreate. We are just so soft are 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 a whole you know except for like a few uncontacted tribes and shit living in the amazon or wherever and maybe some like romanian jungle there's some people uncontacted who are just living out there you know just hunting for for deer and, sh and shit like that on their own and they're making clothes out of their hides but but people are soft everyone's soft you go to the market you get your food no and me too i'm soft man i feel soft I go to the gym every, you know, as much as I can. When I go, I'm just like, good. I did what I did. can today. Next day, if I don't go, I'm like, I look at myself. I'm like, you look at you, you soft bitch. You don't have to get fucking, you don't have to go to the fucking hunt anything. You just get your food from the fridge and warm it up in the microwave. You have ready food in 70 seconds. It's, 
I'm so, and, and you know what it is like, we, we, it's so beautiful that we have that. And I'm mm -hmm. so grateful for that convenience. I love that convenience. This is the grateful show, right? I'm so grateful for that. It's not, I, I, I wouldn't, I'm, I don't want to go live a hundred thousand years ago and, and try that. I'm so grateful, but I'm also, I'm also taking it for granted. Mm -hmm. and, I, and, and I think it's easy to do that for, for everyone. Mm -hmm. So, so that translates down into many, many ways. And it translates into your relationships with men and women. It translates into how you make your money and what you do for your purpose. Like what is your purpose in life? Most people, dude, like, I know you're not this person. I can see how you hustle. You're going to be successful no matter what country you're from, color you are, no matter what happens to you, you're going to figure it out and you're going to make it happen because I see how you hustle. So for, for people like yourself, it's going to, it's going to happen no matter what. But for most people, it's like, they just, they're just want to not die and, and avoid pain and fear they just want to avoid pain and fear, right? Isn't that most people? You, I feel like you have something to say. Please talk to me, bro. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the problem lays in the fact that, yes, definitely we are conditioned by society, by the elites, call it whatever, we are conditioned to become softer and softer. But I think it's also a fact that people don't really realize what we are actually capable of physically, spiritually, mentally, and they only rely on their feelings. And they, if they feel like doing that, they will. If they don't feel like that, they won't. Uh, if I right. feel like you hurt my feelings, I'm going to be upset. Please apologize. If I feel like you're a nice guy, a nice guy, as you were mentioning, everyone has to be polite. I'm going to be, oh, he's a nice guy. Yeah, I'm going to be friends with him. And I think this is the problem. I think people are not aware of the fact that those feelings um, that most of them are happening in the, the limbic brain are meant to only just make you survive, are only made for survival, are only made for, I guess, being able to provide food to yourself, being able to find a shelter and being able to reproduce. That's it. There's no more than that. And people don't realize that by only listening to your feelings and what you would feel like doing, you won't be yeah. really getting any further in life. And I think that also, yeah, definitely the media plays a huge role and the whole entertainment scene and where every everything is just a fucking distraction these days. And uh, every single time I go to Instagram, I see that there is like another third war coming or there is like a, another revolution in like a country or so or whatever. And with this COVID, I'm not even going to get into like many conspiracies, but <laughs> literally, dude, literally like every single day there's something happening and people are like, oh, you should be afraid. Like your finances, your this, your that. Are you able to go back to London? Like the visa, like this, like like that i'm like dude relax like there's everything is just a distraction as long as you can actually take ownership of what you're currently doing and as long as you can actually be like dude i'm gonna do that no matter what you will be able to do it but no people are like are you sure like do you think this is a good race to take like do you think this do you think that and i think it all revolves around the fact that people would rather be comfortable for 70 years and do nothing rather than actually try to prove something within let's say less amount of years because they might get killed this this is what used to happen in the past right when you spoke out yourself there were huge chances of you getting killed right now what is the worst that can happen you get sued or like you lose all your money but you're not gonna get killed right 
not you know there's certain religions you could you could attack and maybe you know yeah. you could lose your life but it's not too often yeah or certain governments maybe you live in uh, certain countries north korea i don't know maybe like uh what's that one china like, even china yeah like what's the, there's a couple of kind of close to you right most what's up most of them moldova Moldova uh, is pretty yeah it's still in communism as well there's a couple of countries but like yeah but mostly not right so you can you can mostly speak your mind you know what i think dude the, the thing is that this scares me or that, that i'm kind of concerned with i just talked i just said a story i was talking about this with the data which is with she's a you know sir you know i'm sure the kind of girls that you uh i don't know if you have a girlfriend or, or just meet girls but kind of girls that you probably like connect with intellectually are more mm -hmm. tuned in than the other girls Same. right and they probably get it so she's kind of one of these girls and she kind of gets it she's talking about like the kind of guys who i usually meet blah 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 and i'm sure you hear that kind of conversation right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so being that your audience is 70 men maybe we could talk about that and 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 i think that most it's it's kind of uncomfortable to talk about for for a lot of people not for us and it's more uncomfortable for them to hear about it but it needs to be talked about because no one's saying it and it's kind of masculinity and being a man is kind of like demonized right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's all about those feminist women that are basically trying to change the whole perception about what a man is <laughs> right mm -hmm. so, what, so what, do what do you think what do you think that i guess coming up men like 18 19 early 20s should do in order to become the men that they are desired to become instead of this i guess pussy men that the whole media is i guess pushing towards everyone nowadays yeah great question i think the number one thing is adversity you got to put yourself in in the face of adversity which sucks it, it basically means everything that you want to do like you can't do you, the way you want to do things you can't it sucks it basically means like as a kid you know you want to like play video games with your friend and eat pizza and like go like make trouble in the town and like sneak beers and stuff like this and flirt with girls but like it basically it, it basically means you have to be so hard on yourself that nothing no one else can phase you because everyone else is going to be hard on you and won't give a fuck so you have to like you have to almost accept like fuck like because here there's no other option right that's that's the truth if you don't do what we're talking about right now you could just be some soft bitch with a job and your girlfriend won't respect you your boss won't respect you your fucking coworkers won't respect you, you even your kids won't respect you and you'll just be this soft sensitive bitch like getting sex as a cookie when you fucking take the long the the trash out you know enough times and your kid don't even respect you they're like dismissing you and there's nothing you can do and you just go and like sit on your little fucking chair and drink your sad beer while your 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 wife is like fantasizing about some other guy probably cheating on you guys don't know dude guys have no fucking idea what the reality is if you're not taking action on this shit you're never going to have a, a problem you are pascu is that am i saying your name right yeah yeah you're never going to have a problem dude you're always going to continue to rise 
I can see the kind of spirit you have in, in everything you do. You, you, you're never going to have a problem. But, but you're, meanwhile, spending your valuable time talking to these people who are listening, probably like 90% of which are never going to fucking take action. And I hope that changes their mind. And they're watching you and they're going like, oh, Pescu's taking action. I, lo- I like how he's doing this shit. Maybe I can be like that. Nah, not unless you do what he's doing. Not unless they follow you and, and actually do it, man. Because it's so, it's just, it's ruthless out here, man. It doesn't, it doesn't happen like in the Hollywood movies. People have this idea in their head. It's like the movies. And that's, I'm going to meet the love of my life. And she's just going to be with me forever. And that's going to be like a beautiful, perfect relationship, you know? And I don't have to do anything other than get a good job and just meet her. Like Hollywood teaches you to be a dork and to be a fucking nerd and to be clueless with women. And that's going to get you a perfect 10. And that's not how it works. (laughs) Pascu made me realize that I completely forgot to plug all the shit that actually matters to you guys. So if you are curious to learn a little bit more about the introduction to the system that I think would help all of you right now in the middle of this chaotic time in history, go to quarantinedomination.com, quarantinedomination.com. You can there download the Quarantine Domination Blueprint. That is where I detail what I think are the introductory steps and methods to being able to take a time of chaos and uncertainty and use it to your advantage. That could be if you were uh, in the middle of a quarantine, that could be in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, or or if you were thrown in a prison in North Korea, it doesn't matter what restrictions were put on you, you can use that chaos to your advantage using very simple principles that are laid out in the Quarantine Domination Blueprint at quarantinedomination.com. It's absolutely free and it's a pleasure to, to give that to you. And I think that that's gonna help anyone who wants to use uncertainty to their advantage, as opposed to being kind of like um, quelled or, or silenced or kind of, uh, you know, intimidated, it's, et cetera, by that environment. So that's free and there we go. There's that, that's that sexy plug that I forgot before. Thanks, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the problem is, is I, definitely, I definitely agree with what everything that you just mentioned. The problem is uh, as well, Alex, that women, the same age, watch the same movies and their perception <laughs> of men changes as well. But yeah. it's just at a, I guess, subconscious level that that happens because they think they're attracted to that guy. But in fact, they cheat on that guy with another guy that they don't know why they're attracted to him. But like instinctively, they are more attracted to that guy. And yes. let's talk about, uh, let's say, three things that people can do to become more disciplined, um, have better self-esteem. You, you said one, which is face adversity, which I want to keep. What would be the next two things? Well, uh, for, are we, we're talking about, give me, give me more context. What type of person are we talking about here? We're talking about anyone or just like a specific man in a certain let's, age range? Let's talk, let's talk about a specific man between 16 to 22. So fairly young. Uh, that Tell me a little is, bit about is, him. Is trying to do something. He's in high school. Everyone around him more or less are just having fun, 
flirting, going on like hookups with like different women uh, and other people are just playing video games and like he knows that he should have been doing that but he doesn't really know what to do and he does haven't got like a better circle so what happens usually he just falls back into those I guess um, bad circles for him and he, they are dragging him down. Okay, okay, great. So so what what this person should do is first of all, Let's start with the darkness, Pascu. This could end so badly and dark for you. Listener, if you don't listen to us right now, and so many people will just go to their deathbed, miserable. Their family will hate them and not want to be around them, and they'll be happy that they died and be like, I'm glad that that person's gone and they will just be forgotten about. And that could be you, listener. So let's hope that that's not you. No one wants, no one here listening to your show wants to be that. The, the trouble is that if you don't take action, like hopefully there's not even a single person listening who, who, who this happens to because they're listening to your show. That means they must be a certain high caliber type of person. And let's just hope that that never happens. So let's start with that. Let's start with the fact that we're all going to die and how, and that's going to happen very, very soon, like way more soon than we think right now. It's going to be like this before it's there. And we're just looking back And this conversation right now is barely even a memory. Them listening, you listener, thank you for listening to us, by the way. And, and Pascu, beautiful podcast. This guy's a legend. You will barely remember this. It'll be a blip in your imagination. Before you know it, you're on your deathbed looking back and this is just boom. And then you're gone. And all that matters at that point, once you're gone, is what impact did you leave on the people around you? But, but, but before that moment, what matters is, do you feel, how do you feel going to your deathbed? Because you should feel like, ah, because Da Vinci fucking got a busted Da Vinci right here. He said, uh, as a well-used day brings happy sleep, so a well-used life brings happy death. So I think that means basically if you, you know, you've had those days, I'm sure you have, I know just from seeing how you operate, where you put it all out. You probably did multiple podcasts, editing, networking, saw a girlfriend, met with your family, ate, trained, read, meditated, all the right shit. And when you went to sleep, you had a smile on your face because you're like, I did it all right today. And you're so tired. You're so mm -hmm. tired. Mm -hmm. But you, when you go to sleep, you're like, ah, oh, this is amazing. And that's how when you go to death, it should be as well after your life. So that's, that's, that's the whole context that matters most of all. And then what you should do as a young guy is basically take care of your mind, your body, your spirit, figure out your purpose and do it as often as possible. So your purpose is hard to figure out. Life purpose, you can only know that maybe from your deathbed, looking back and, and having all the context for your whole life. Maybe only then do you know your life purpose. I don't know. You know, I don't know if you can know it living it forward. I think you can live it forward, but you can only kind of know it backward. I don't know. But yeah, you, you can do this exercise as well. Um... Stefan Convey was saying uh, about this exercise in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He was like, imagine that you are going to see someone that has died and basically they're just about to get buried. 
And until you get there, you see everyone like sad, crying and all that. And until you get there and face the dead body, you don't know who that person is. And when you get there, you see that it's yourself. Mm. What would you want everyone around you to talk about? Like a couple of phrases. What was the impact? What were you like? Three key characteristics. So I think that this is an exercise that people can do to kind of try to find their purpose. Because at the the end of the day, once you get there, you can only be like, yeah, well, there's nothing else I can do anymore. Exactly. And so I think basically like young guys, they should take care of their body, dude. They should get in the gym, go do martial arts. They should read, journal. They should be meditating, um, figuring finding some kind of thing that makes them feel, you know, passionate, like something that mm-hmm. aside from their purpose, like just for fun, something that's fun. And that feels kind of like creative, I think is maybe the word, like yeah. creative. Uh, it could be like, you know, music or, or writing art. It could be some kind of like, it could even be some whatever. And then purpose being whatever the mission is right now for you, podcasting maybe or or creating content for the instagram or running your team um that kind of thing so moving moving yourself closer to who you want to be next if you're if you're if you know who you want to be next like you i'm i'm sure you have an idea and you're doing all the right things you're reaching out you send the videos you know you podcast you create content you network right you do all the things so you're locked in on your mission right now there's many missions and maybe one purpose so on your mission you're locked in doing the right things and so basically mind body spirit that's what i that's what i call the benjamin franklin method that's like those are the pillars of the benjamin franklin method so if you're just doing what you're already doing right now and then also doing the things that i know you're doing but for the listeners reading journaling go to the gym learn how to fight Learn about psychology, learn about women, learn about how to interact with men, how to make people respect you, how to respect yourself, most of all, how to express yourself. Like learn about the things that really move the world and and go to people who know how to do that. You know, I'm not sure if you offer anything like this yet, Pascu, but I'm sure that that would be an uh, easy opportunity for you at whatever point you decided to do that to, to you know, offer programs, courses, consulting and and i can tell by your work ethic and your integrity that you're someone that a lot of people could learn from so if whatever point i don't know if you already offer that or not i really don't but if you do we don't, we don't it's in the plans to, thank you yeah i just wanted to you know plug that i i would uh rate that or, or or recommend that already without even knowing more but anyway so that's the that's the idea for me that's what worked but i spent hundreds of thousands of dollars at this point i spent 14 years obsessed with the shit, eight of those years traveling the world straight, sleeping on the floor, sometimes in airports, homeless sometimes, on the couch, whatever it took, man, to find the best people in the world I could learn from who understood the shit that I was trying to learn at the time. A lot of that was about social skills with women and also with other men, how to be respected by, 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 uh, by men and, and basically attracted to women and also then eventually most importantly now is like how to how you feel about yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i didn't realize that at the time that's really what i wanted i thought that what i wanted 
was for girls to like me and to, for men to respect me. But what I really wanted was just to respect myself and to love myself. And then you find that out eventually later. And that's a beautiful lesson to come to. And then now you also have those other things that you wanted back then too. And you go, cool, now I've got both. And now what's next? And then you find new things to work on. So I just think that's a beautiful journey. And that's so that journey there is so full of options. And the way that I interact with people now, I make friends everywhere I go. I don't ever struggle to make friends. I can land anywhere in the world and I'll have close friends in, in minutes if I want. Minutes, man. It doesn't take any time at all. And it's not hard at all either. And it's, I'm not bragging because it's not hard. It's easy. It's effortless. And anyone can do this if they confront themselves. And, and, and then it's really about like, well, now what's possible? Because most people are just trying to figure out how can I find one partner who's going to be my my one and only my one and only true yeah. love. i'll give her my heart and she'll give me hers and we can just own each other and totally open up like it's going to be perfect love forever and you know the rest hollywood fairy tale right i truly hope guys that this has been valuable so far for you and if it was so please do not forget to Follow us on Instagram at Grateful Show. And if you are uh, listening on iTunes or if you have the possibility of rating us on iTunes, we would be deeply appreciative for that. So go to uh, the Grateful Show on iTunes, scroll to the bottom of the page and just make sure that you give us a five-star rating review. Uh, we'll, of course, be more than happy to share that, give you a shout out on the show and uh, uh, much more. So, yeah, with that said back to the show back to alex mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, definitely uh, i wanted to ask you alex and i want to see your opinion and i guess explanation on this do you think that being rich is selfish no um well obviously we're talking I... about financially rich okay so i think that being being selfish first of all is good I think that people should be selfish. So I should start with that. But I also don't think that being rich is selfish. So I think that being selfish is good. And also that being rich isn't selfish and you should also try to be rich. So that's probably going against both of the beliefs that, that most people think. Why is it good to be selfish though? You can't help anyone unless you are coming from a position of strength. Otherwise you're just manipulating you know manipulating probably to to try to get allies it, unless you're unless you're operating from a position of strength you're what what do you have to all what is what's going on you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you can't help it. you can't help someone else unless you help yourself first right no dude yeah it's just like there's there's a lot of like poor people who, who are slick talkers right and they're like listen, man, what you got to do is this. And when there's nothing that they say works and there are also poor and like, that's why, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was listening to a book the other day and uh, this guy was like, every single time I get people to my seminar, which is a seminar about basically unblocking your uh, money problems is some people usually come to me and they're like, you know, uh, uh, Harv, uh, money is not really that important. Like, it's not more important than love. And he's like, you're broke, right? 
and they are like, well, I'm in a very delicate financial position right now, but uh, no, you're always in a very delicate financial position. Right? And they're like, yeah, yeah. How did you know? Well, give me, give me five minutes and 50 more dollars and I'll tell you why and how. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, I believe that I, I, you know, for me, I'm now choosing to make the financial pursuit sort of the next chapter I'd love to conquer and while maintain also fitness because like my age I'm like 29 that has to be the priority as well but like those two things and the relationship now social that's easy but for a man those are the three outer things that I think matter there's a lot more inner things you know mental emotional physical financial social but on the outside it's just basically like your relationship like health wealth relationship right so like your money your girls and, and friends and, and and your body physique and like how you feel and energy and all that. So right now I spent the last 14 years on, on relationships and I feel very, very, you know, satisfied at least with the progress so far. There's a lot more to go, but I'm, I'm good. I don't need, really need to think about it anymore. It's going to happen, the progress without trying now. Mm-hmm. So now it's money. So I don't, I, I don't have the, I don't, I'm speaking like many of your audience members are thinking and not knowing what's it, what does it take to get to the next, next level now? Because I've been getting by and traveling, but I want to go, you know, I, I, I had this, I hired this mentor. I spent a lot of money speaking to him. I spent 7,000 us dollars for one hour of, of conversation. Um, and he told me you're going to have a seven figure business this year. If you do this and this and this and this, I want to make his prediction accurate. You know, I, tr- I know he's legit. I got fr- I have had clients who's worked with like, he's legit. I want to make it legit, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know what the, I don't, he told me what to do, but I don't, I don't see the whole math. So people might be watching this going, I've seen, you know, Gary V or someone else say what to do but I don't see the whole thing. What do I fucking, how do I get, get there? And you basically have to just like be uncomfortable, face that and go, I have to basically go and sit down at the desk. Like here I am at this like wooden desk here. And basically just like, I'm going to sit here at my desk in the morning and just look at the fucking desk with my you know paper and a pen and just being like, looking at this shit and just not knowing what I'm going to write for like 30 or fit or, or 60 minutes until some shit starts to come out. And then doing that every single day without fail, of course, with the exception of rest days and, yeah. and whatever, but basically getting back on as soon as possible. That's it. People just don't want to do the work, man. They don't want to sit down and face themselves. That's the that's that's as simple as I can get. They don't want to face themselves. There's too much they regret. There's too much they they're ashamed of. It's too uncomfortable to face the truth. They'd rather die without ever looking at the truth of themselves in the mirror and and they can't look at it. So they just want to just be like distract themselves. Let me just look at Instagram and post that shit for for you know a million years of my life. <sighs> 
Man, I was speaking uh, <laughs> upon this subject of you that people don't want to face themselves. I was speaking to Bogdan, uh, my co-host and good friend, and we were like, dude, imagine that we do this and everyone in the world takes a hit of a psychedelic drug and they actually face their inner demons and their darkness and their shadow. What would actually happen? Like imagine Elon Musk or someone, someone very powerful does this and in like everywhere in the atmosphere, there's enough psychedelics for everyone to get a, a very substantial and life-changing trip. What would happen? Because majority of people are lit literally just living from a place of like, yeah, I'm just getting by, whatever. Um, next year, maybe, if not next year, three years from now, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh. Dude, talk more, talk more. I want to hear more of your ideas. Um, yeah, and in regards to what you just mentioned, like it really hit me with the fact that you sit down and literally have no idea what you're gonna write. But even even though you don't know what you're gonna write, you still stay there, and some ideas will come. And maybe uh, within a two weeks period, you got six ideas, and maybe just one of them is decent. But that one idea can change everything. And what I wanted to mention is again about how how many possibilities are now right there like literally you just need one of those things which is called the phone and you can literally access anything and majority of the information is more or less for free the what is for free and i i am a true believer of the fact that once you know your what like really know it for sure the how will come unless mm -hmm. you are willing to do what it takes unless you are willing to uh, I guess, go against all odds, against adversity, against what you rather do, uh, I think it will come. And I'm a true believer in that. And all the universe will kind of click for you uh, in a matter of years. But I wanted I to ask you, Alex, because uh, there's not a lot of more uh, time left from our conversation. I wanted to ask you, because you are a very open dude, and I know that... Um, You've studied yourself, you have done your inner work, but what is one thing that you would change about yourself right now? Great question. Okay, this is gonna be weird, but I think given the, the quick answer, I'm gonna say if I could remove the memory of, of some of the old patterns that I think I would be able to transcend like many, many levels without the anchor that holds me back. I think that many of the, and, and it's, it's a tricky answer because also it's that memory that helps me to understand myself better now and to be a better coach and et cetera. But, but being a little bit loose with the definition the important point that I wanted to bring home is I think that what really holds us back is our memories and, and kind of anchors of these patterns from the past and how we used to be and how people who we grew up with trained us to be. And we, um, when you hike up a certain mountain and people start walking this one path all the time, it, it creates like a groove and it becomes more people walk there and the more people, and then it becomes like the only place people go unless you're a rebel, because it's like over here is wild grass and here's like this clear dirt. And that's what our mind does. We have the same patterns here. We fall into them easily from the past. So I think 
I would be curious. I, I wouldn't, I'm hesitant to change something about myself because I'm, I would like, I like how things are going, but I, I, I would like to test forgetting some of those old patterns and, and see if I could, um, if I could be a better man. And I think that what everyone can take from that is to confront our old traumas, our old, you know, insecurities, whatever makes us uncomfortable. If it makes you uncomfortable now and you don't know how to deal with it, it's not going to be something that you can easily forget. When you're, you know, 10 years older, 20 years older, 30 years older, or, or even like months or years away from your deathbed, right there on the edge, 80, 90 years old, whatever, it's not that it'll be less uncomfortable. You will remember yourself at your age right now as you are, and you're gonna be kicking yourself and beating yourself up just like you do now, but with 70 you know, years more experience or whatever it is. And, and it's gonna be brutal and you're gonna hate yourself and you will not even have the strength to take your own life probably. So you're just gonna suffer. Like, don't, please don't be one of these people, you know? Be the guy, be like Pascu. <laughs> Hashtag be like Pascu. Be someone who, who's pursuing your passions and who, who realizes life is mine. It's once. And I'm going to use it to my advantage that's going to also help other people. Because it's only about you. You've got to be the god of your own life. Fuck all this, like back to the selfish things, fuck being selfless. Help others, of course, but only after you're the god of your own world. Because if you're not God, then you're just a fucking homeless simp. And like, you're not going to help anyone. You, you got to, if you, if you want to really help someone, become a God first, you know, become, become someone who can change someone's life with your mere presence, become someone who can, who can pay someone's mortgage, let's say, without thinking about it and, and forget, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to get there. Um, that kind of thing, become that boom, done. And you will be what your death will be peaceful and you'll be like, yes, I did everything I could. You'll be a king being laid to rest in a tomb and you'll just feel like an amazing, uh, that's, that's how we should look at life. What you want to, would you rather think about life the other way where you're like, I'm scared. I'm going to get old. What am I going to do when I'm fucking blue? What am I going to do? What am I gonna, how about, are people going to take care of me? Like oh, all this bullshit. No, dude. Fuck all that. Become a god and get everything you need. Money, make money the least of the concerns. Make relationship the least of the concerns. You have to take care of your money, your relationships, and your body, your mind, your body, your spirit. Make sure that's all handled. And then, you know, the rest you got to figure out on your own. But I know that you, Pascu, are going are, are gonna to nail it already. I'm mostly saying that for the audience. But, dude, what a great conversation. I feel like I talked a lot. Maybe I was too drunk for this, but I hope it nailed hit home with the with the crew. No, Dude, it definitely did. This was beautiful. It definitely did. I got one more question for you, and Please. I think it's uh, going to um, more or less circle around our whole conversation. And it's a question that we ask each of our guests. So <clears throat> really take your time with it if you need. It basically goes this way. You are minutes before your death. 
you are on your deathbed. There's no pain involved. You are alone. There's no one around you. You already said goodbye to everyone. And it's just you with yourself. Um, but right before closing your eyes and going onto the other side into the darkness, you have to witness the best version of yourself, the person that you could have become. You see that person, you look them in the eye, you understand and comprehend what could have been possible for you. How would you feel in that moment about yourself and about the life that you've just lived? Is it, okay, so is it given that this guy is better, he lived it better than I did? Um, did he do it better? Yes, did yes, and no. It's, it's, it's the best version of yourself. So you, can, you can take it with a grain of salt. Oh, okay, okay. Well, well, in that case, you know, it's hard to, it, I could take it two ways. The first way that I interpreted it was that he was better than how I had done it. And to be fair, you know, logically speaking, there's always like, there could have been always more you could add that you could go beat yourself up about that shit. And don't do that. There's no point. But, you know, you, if it was that case, I would have been like, dude, well done. Yeah, outdid me, motherfucker. Not many outdid me, but well done. I would I would have given him knuckles if he was better. But the other way I took it was that's how that's who I would be at the end of my life is the best version because I'm not giving up, man. This is a long lifelong journey. Most people are looking for a job or a woman to satisfy their end goal or kids. And that's going to be the thing that gives them peace. Not me, not ever. If I have kids, I hope it's a beautiful experience. I assume it will be, but that's not going to give me peace. It's going to be me that gives me peace if it happens. So I only assume that that's going to come from me and that's it. And so that's what people have to do. They've got to go challenge themselves, do the shit that's terrifying and that's hard and the shit that they want to have, but they can't admit to themselves. They have to look in the mirror and face the uncomfortable truth. Record a video yourself and talk about yourself to yourself and watch it and see if you can last watching the whole goddamn thing back. Because I know you do this and that's not easy and you learn about yourself every time, do you not? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what you can also do, I've done this numerous times, is also, especially when you feel low, when you feel like you're a little bitch and you're like, oh man, everything is going against me. Yeah. Try to record the 15 to 20 minutes video of yourself and just speak everything out loudly and speak to your future self, to your higher self and try to understand what that person would be saying about the video itself. What would their first thoughts be about you? And that's probably how you should see yourself in that position. I've done this several times and I literally recorded myself when I was like, yeah, I'm here, uh, 21st of February, 2018, whatever. Uh, and in two weeks, I'm, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. I don't know what to do. I quit my job and I need to find some clients and man, it's tough, but I know I'm going to get there. So for you watching right now, Pascal from the future, I know that you've done it. I like, I've got numerous of those videos and I really don't regret making them because firstly, it's, it empowers you in that particular moment to look towards that future self. And also once time passes, you'll laugh back at those videos and gonna be like, man, that's been such a bumpy ride, but it was so worth it. <laughs> yeah, dude.
<laughs> but Alex, uh, before before wrapping up, and it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, man. Uh, I gotta I gotta respect the fact that it's 1 a.m. in the morning for you, so you gotta get some sleep. Uh, it's been almost one hour for for us and for our audience, so we're gonna wrap up. But before we do that, uh, I want to give you the red carpet and tell our audience what it is that you do, because I know. But tell them exactly what it is that you do with your clients, how you could potentially help them, and where to find you. Obviously, all the links that you are mentioning will be down in the description, so feel free to share that. Thank you, brother. So. I'm interested in helping men become men. I think that it's not taught. Boys don't know how to become men. It's not taught to us. And I think there's a few things that create a boss man versus a, a bitch man, like a legend versus a loser. You could, you could contrast it various ways, but you know the truth. You know listening, what we're talking about. And I think it matters how you carry yourself, how you think about yourself and how you interact with other people, what your values are, uh, how you treat yourself and what your habits are, things like this. So right now we have a few things happening. Um, there's too many to name. So basically if you wanna check out what we're doing, you can follow me on Instagram at it's Alex Walton, I-T-S Alex Walton, or uh, you can go check me out on YouTube at Boss Life Blog or on, on uh, uh, our website uh it's alexwalton.com so there we go i haven't been plugging shit you can see i'm unpracticed my plugs but uh pretty much that's it right now you know just follow me check me out we're not really trying to sell too much right now I'm just trying to get the message out there man i think that people don't know what we're talking about you know and you're trying to get it out too i can see it you know but you know it's, it's guys like us who are just trying to like share it out yo listen listen we're trying to help you know Mm -hmm, definitely and i think that for us more than other people that are already more or less at the top of the pyramid people can relate more uh yeah. because when you see people like grant cardone or like russell branson or like people like those like authors like eight figure earners you're like yeah man but he's got that he's got this like he's 40 something 50 something yeah but like people like us, you can relate more to us. We might not have seven, eight figure income yet, but you can definitely relate to, um, to our positions and to our experiences. And uh, you should take what we are saying, uh, obviously with a grain of salt, but take into consideration that at the end of the day, what we spoke about is poor truth. And if you, if you realize it for yourself now, you can take action or wait Till you're on your deathbed and you realize that the worst thing that you've done was not take action on this advice. And like, I'm more than certain that you get this advice from um, other individuals as well, but you know better than anyone what's better for you. So um, it's up to you what you want to do. Beautifully said. But Alex, with that said, it's been awesome talking to you. Uh, hopefully the audience has taken some value out of out of it. I'm so pumped and excited for this to go that is actually going to be out tomorrow. So for people listening on the release date, we've recorded this on Friday, which was yesterday. So Amazing. yeah, with that hey, said- Can I talk to you two seconds yeah, after go on. podcast? Yeah, 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 definitely, after definitely. It's gonna be exclusive. Only if you're on this Patreon are you gonna get this shit or whatever. <laughs> Wherever your community. Definitely. And uh for yeah, for everyone listening, um thank you. This has been Pascu and Alex and you guys stay grateful. Thanks, Pascu. Amazing.
Thank you, man. Thank you so much for sticking all the way till the end. This shows that you are serious about taking your life to the next level and doing that through a perspective of gratitude. If you enjoyed this interview, it would help us massively if you could give us a 5-star rating review on iTunes or else share this on your stories and tag us. This way, with your help, our message will be seen by more people and together we will make this world a better place.